Welcome back to the Curious Heathen and the continued reading of Gretter the Strong, Saga of Gretter the Strong. Uh, chapter 7 The Murder of Ondot Crow and the Vengeance Therefore. Ondot went to Ragaland in the south and visited many of his relations and friends. He lived there in concealment with a man named called Bien. He there learned that King Harald had taken all of his all of his property and given it to the charge of a man named Hekir, one of his officials. Onad went by night to Hekir's house and caught him at home. He was led to execution. Then Onad took possession of all the loose property which he found and burnt the building. That autumn, Grim the Hesir murdered Ondot Crow because he had not succeeded in getting the property for the king. Ondot's wife, Signy, carried off all of their loose property the same night to a ship and escaped with her sons, Asmund and Asgrim, to her father, Sigvat. Sivat. A little later, she sent her sons to Hedden, her foster father, and Soknodal where they remained for a time and then wanted to return to their mother. They left at last and at Yuletide came to England, uh, the trustee uh, at Harim. His wife Gita persuaded them to take, persuaded him to take them in and they spent the winter there. In the spring, Anad came to the northern Agdir, Agdir having learned of the learned of the murder of Ondot. He met Signy and asked her what assistance they would have of him. She said they were most anxious to punish Grimm for the death of Ondot. So the sons were sent for, and when they met on on Treefoot, they all joined together and had Grimm's doing closely watched. In the summer, there was a beer brewing at Grimm's for a jarl named Ondun, whom he had invited. When Onid and his sons and the sons of Ondot heard of this, they appeared at the house unexpectedly and set fire to it. Grimm the Hesir and about 30 men were burnt in the house. They captured a quantity of valuables. Then Anand went to went into the forest while the two brothers took the boat of their foster father and rowed away and lay in hiding a little way off. Soon Jarl Adun appeared on his way to the feast, as had been arranged. But upon arriving, he missed his host. So he collected his men around him and stayed there for a few nights quite unaware that Anad and his companion. He slept in a loft with two other men. Anad knew everything that was going on in the house and sent for the two brothers to come to him. On their arrival, he asked them whether they preferred to keep watch on the house or to attack the Jarl. They chose to attack. They then battered the entrance of the lost loft with beams until the doors gave way. Osmond seized the two men and were with the Jarl and threw them to the ground with such violence that they were well nigh killed. Asgrim rushed at the 
Jarl and demanded him a Wergild for his father, for he had been in league with Grimm and took part of, in the attack where Ondot was murdered. The Jarl said he had no money, no money about him, and asked for time. Asgrim then placed the point of his spear against the breast and ordered him to pay on the spot. Then the Jarl took a necklace from his neck and gave it to him with three gold rings and a velvet mantle. Asgrim took the things and bestowed a name upon the Jarl. He called him Adun Nanigo. When the farmers and the people heard about the disturbance, <clears throat> they all came out at once to help the Jarl. Anand had a large force with him, and, and there was a great battle in many in which many a good farmer and a, many followers of the Jarl were slain. The brothers returned to Anand and, re, and reported they had what had occurred with the Jarl. Anand said it was a pity that they had not killed him. It would, he said, have been something to make up for the losses which he had suffered from King Harald. They said the, disgrace, said the disgrace was far worse for the Jarl as it was, and they went off to Surinadal to Eric, Eric Beery, a landman there, who took them all in for the winter. At Yuletide, they had a great drinking bout with a man named Halstein, nicknamed Stallion. Eric opened the feast and entertained them greatly. Then it was Halstein's turn, and they began to quarrel. Halstein struck Eric with a deer's horn, for which Eric had got no revenge, but had to go home with it to the great annoyance of Ondot's sons. A little later, Asgrim went to Halstein's house and gave him a severe wound. All the people who were present started up and attacked Asgrim. He defended himself vigorously and escaped in the dark, leaving them under the belief that they had killed him. Anand and Osmond were hearing that Asgrim had been killed, were at a loss what they, what they could do in the matter. Eric's advice was that they should betake themselves to Iceland, for it would never do for them to remain in the land where the king could get them, get at them. This they determined to do. Each of them had their own ship, and they had made ready for the voyage to Iceland. Halstein had laid low in his with his wound and died before Anand sailed with his party. Colbin and the men who I had mentioned before went in the ship with Anand. Chapter 8 Anand and Osmond sailed to Iceland. Anand and Osmond sailed directly. Sailed directly. They were ready. Anand and Osmond set sail directly when they were ready, and their ships kept together. Anand said, quote, "Halvor and I, aforetime deemed worthy in storm and of sword, to bear us. With one foot now, I step on the ship towards Iceland." The poet's day is o'er. End quote. They had a rough passage with crosswinds, mostly from the south, so they drifted away from drifted away to the north. They made Iceland right in the north at Langenes, where they ma gained their reckonings. 
the ships were near enough to each other for them to speak together. Osman said they had better make for Iaford, and they and this was agreed to. They kept under the land, and heavy weather set in from the southeast. Just as Auden was tacking the yard, he was carried away. They lowered the sail and were driven out to sea. Osman got under the, the lee of the, the heresy, where he waited until fair wind set in, which took him to Aja Ford. Helgi the Lean gave him the whole of Kerklinghild and lived in South Glara. A few years a few years later, his brother Asgrim came to Iceland and took up his residence of North Glera. His sons, Idelgrim, the father of Asgrim. So, a little shorter this time around. Um, thank you very much. Uh, the saga of Greta the Strong continues. I'm the Curious Heathen. We will talk with you next time.